Welcome, America. Fasten your seatbelts. This is the Jay Sheldon Show. Biden's fast slide into oblivion. Boop, boop. Athletes and heart attacks, they go together like rice and beans. And censoring Tucker. Yep, they're still trying. <laughs> Idiots. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. <laughs> Honest to God, you know, I... Happy Tuesday, by the way. I put together the show uh, during the day, uh, early in the morning, and uh, <laughs> it's a great way to get going in the morning because it makes you laugh. These people are just stupid. Or, well, a combo. They are stupid, yet they think you're even more stupid, if that's even possible. Yeah, we got a lot of examples of that coming up tonight. Lots of great things to talk about. We started a new book yesterday, The Five Little Peppers and How They Grew. <laughs> that is a classic. I remember my mom reading that to me when I was a kid. And that was a damn long time ago. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, we got to take some time here and uh, just take a minute and tell you about one of our sponsors, Blackout Coffee. It's an amazing coffee company that's right here in America and cares about America. It is completely awoke. One of the most awoke companies I think I've ever seen. Start your day with a fresh, hot, brewed cup of Blackout Coffee. Always robust, strong, never bitter. And I love my Blackout Coffee. Yes, they're a sponsor, but they are an active supporter of hardworking Americans just like you. The folks with dirt under your fingernails who get busy getting it done and don't complain for the most part about it. Listen, they love the country and that's great. But if you don't make a good product, it doesn't matter. They make a good product. They work with local co-ops, American farmers. I told you this is an American company. And they, they choose the most select beans. Not only the best growers, the best of the best growers. They select those beans. Then when you order, they roast them only after you order. Small batch roasted process. That means your beans get roasted, not today, and then you go in tomorrow or the next day and order them. No, when you order, they roast your beans. After that, ship them out right away. Three or four days, probably three days to get to your house. Within less than a week, you've got a fresh roasted bag of coffee beans. It makes all the difference in the world, folks. They've got some great blends over there at Blackout Coffee. Brutal Awakening, Morning Reaper, absolutely fantastic. And uh, I got some good deals going on, too. Signature blends, they still have their holiday editions available. These are great. Uh, smooth finish, Pitch Black Espresso, my favorite. Cold, uh, covert op cold brew and low voltage decaf, if you're into that. And that's a new one Colombian Adventure, medium and dark roast. Very cool. Nice. And uh, yeah, check out the website. Please do. Order a bag of beans, get them fresh roasted right at your door. And when you check out, make sure you use our promo code J20. For 20% off your first order, J-A-Y-20, my first name, plus 2-0, J-20 for 20% off your first order at Blackout Coffee. 
I'm telling you folks, not only are you supporting an all-American company, you are getting yourself a hell of a deal on the most amazing coffee. On the off chance you're not into coffee, they've got some great teas, some great hot cocos. Check them out. Blackout Coffee. Love them. Thank you, Blackout. Welcome, Why does that keep happening? It happened yesterday. It happened again today. Can we do something about that, please? Please? Thank you. I love technical crap. Don't you? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Joe Biden. Oblivion. Bonk. A doctor... Like this is news. This is this is not news, but I'm going to do it and cover it anyway because it's just more evidence. A doctor has sounded the alarm on Biden's mental lapses and his anger. Dr. Mark Siegel on Monday asserted during a Fox Business News interview that Biden's verbal missteps and angry outbursts were signs his health has deteriorated. Called on his doctors to be more transparent about the president's condition. He will be, by the way, undergoing a physical exam. Strangely enough, or should I say conveniently enough, it will not include any kind of mental or competency examination. Only a physical Special Counsel Herr, of course, put out his report saying that Biden was a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Siegel told Stuart Varney, the host of the show, that Biden is exhibiting several signs of cognitive decline and demanded a full disclosure from the president's doctors it's, it was a sparklingly amazing interview. All right, just to drive home the point, let's take a look back at the gaffes President Biden has made just in the past week. Roll tape. Making Roe v. Ward the law of the land. There's some movement. There's been a response from the, uh, the, the, there's been a response from the opposition, but, um, and, uh, yes, I'm sorry. The president of Mexico, Sisi. Okay. I, according to Siegel, he says, we're not talking about somebody's grandfather here. We are talking about the President of the United States. And one moment of confusion could be all it takes for an absolutely catastrophic disaster. That aside, he says, I'd like to see the cognitive assessment over time here, the MRI. It is time we stop calling these gaffes. They are not really gaffes. 
They are mental lapses. And they can be tied in with a problem with judgment. Hello, McFly. Judgment. Nuclear codes. Eighty percent among Americans believe Biden's too old. Sixty-two percent said the same thing about Trump. New polls released Sunday. Siegel called on other doctors to reveal their findings on Biden's cognitive capacity, which obviously is near zero. He said it's time for Biden's annual physical, and it should include details on his brain. As I just said, they have announced it won't. Of course it won't. Of course it won't. He says one more thing. His defensiveness on the podium, you know where he gets angry? The anger he shows, very typical for someone with cognitive problems. They are always the last to know. Look, bottom line, it's sad. It really is. But he's the president. And I, even if he's not aware of it, his people are aware of it. His wife is certainly aware of it. Somebody has to do something. I believe this whole her report is the first step down that path. We talked about that already. But this needs to happen, and it needs to happen fast, folks. We, this country, cannot put up with another eight months, nine months, what is it, till the election? With this moron in charge? Cannot, absolutely cannot survive if this continues. Something needs to be done. To that end, from Breitbart, Politico, or as we like to say, Bolshevico, has now out now. If Politico is putting this out, mm, you know it's bad. They're outlining three steps to replace Biden on the Democrat ticket. Ouch. Democrats could take a three-step political process to replace Biden with an alternative candidate on their 2024 ticket. That, according to top editors at Politico, the most left-leaning political rag ever published. Reported alternatives included Kamala Harris, Hillary Clinton, it just gets worse. And Michelle Obama, it won't be Michelle Obama. She even if she were nominated or they you know, she's not going to take the job. She doesn't want it. Democrat Party has multiple easy ways, according to this article, to get rid of Biden and replace him with a potentially less senile candidate. The editor in chief, the Federalists. The challenge is basically just political, not procedural. <laughs> really? Senior politics editor Stephen Shepard, senior campaign editor, 
said that the three-step process does not include a late-entering white knight candidate due to filing deadlines. The primary access passed by the end of the month in all but six states in Washington, D.C., including Montana, Nebraska, New Jersey, New Mexico, Oregon, and South Dakota. Step number one, Biden must voluntarily step aside before the Democratic National Convention. Number two, delegates nominate a new candidate at the convention, perhaps a surprise one. The loose ends. Every party faction would attempt to leverage the unprecedented situation to its advantage. Of course, they're politicians. That's all they do. The political field could be sprawling. A late Biden departure from the ticket would pose a logistical nightmare in the states. The challenge of replacing Biden, not an easy one. God help us. You know, at this point, she's just such a moron. Just get rid of Biden and dump Camilla in the post. It'll just be a placeholder. I mean, I hate to say this because people will take it as a challenge, but how much worse could she be? Did I just say that? Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> No, honestly, compared to some of these other goofball morons, Clinton, uh, Hillary, what? Michelle, no. Newsom, no. Just, just dump Joe. He's dangerous. Stick Camilla in there. She's an idiot. But at least she doesn't have dementia. There's that. Seriously. Oh, man. I'm telling you. We live in interesting times, folks. <laughs> hey, we also live in a digital age, and NordVPN is the digital age protector. Your personal data, the websites you visit, where you go online, none of that's anybody else's damn business except yours. You know that. The government doesn't know that. Hackers don't know that. Online privacy, your personal data, NordVPN. They are the perfect solution to protecting it all. You can browse the web securely, privately. You don't have to worry about hackers, snoopers, even your own ISP. Gathering up what websites you visit and selling it off to marketers. Military-grade encryption ensures your data stays safe and stays confidential. Not only do they protect your privacy, also unlock a world of online entertainment, 5,000 over servers in 59 countries. You can access your favorite website, streaming services from anywhere in the world, and you do not have to be a tech guru to figure out how to set it up. It's easy. You install the app, you click one button, and you're covered. You're done. That's it. Basically two clicks. Open it up, click it, you're done. Protect your family, your friends with a single NordVPN account. You can hook up to six devices. Six devices, your phone, your laptop, 
your partner's phone, laptop, your kids. Six devices on a single NordVPN account. Take a look here. Oh, they've increased the numbers. Connection speeds. Wow, 6,730-plus Mbps. Now over 6,000 servers. Look at that compared to the other guys. Malware scan for downloads, alerts on leaked credentials, ad tracker, ad blocker. Folks, this company is amazing. They're one of the best, if not the best. And check out that deal. Use the link in our show notes. A two-year plan, 67% off and three months free for a friend. $3.39 a month is all it's going to cost you. Less than a cup of coffee. A lot less. Check them out. Do not be online without a VPN. I don't. Mm -mm. You will not catch me online without protecting my data. What websites? It's none of your damn business what websites I visit. My business. Stay out of my bit. Stay out of my business. <laughs> oh man! All right. Hey, Jesus apparently has a marketing department. I got one last Super Bowl story, and then I promise I'm not doing any more. But this one caught my eye, and a lot of people have come out and said. This is just blasphemy, folks. From Breitbart. He gets us. Jesus' Super Bowl ad. Did you see it? No, no. We don't watch the Super Bowl. But it ignites a huge controversy. There's a still shot. During one of the early commercial breaks, during uh, Sunday's Super Bowl, come near aired its ad featuring scenes of people of all sorts washing someone's feet in emulation of the actions of Christ. But a lot of people felt the ad completely missed the point from the Bible. It was to highlight hegetsus.com, which was a campaign meant to remind everyone, including ourselves, that Jesus' teaching were a warm embrace and not a cold shoulder, that according to their website. The ad shows 12 scenes of an individual washing another's feet. Most appear to be white people doing the washing. None feature a minority washing a white man's feet, of course. Some even seem to be telling white Christians not to be bigoted. The last one in particular features a white priest washing the feet of what appears to be a member of the trans community. Whatever. Another shows an older white woman washing the feet of a scowling young woman outside a family planning clinic. The story of John washing the feet, found in John 13.1.1, usually taken as a lesson of humility delivered by Jesus to his disciples ahead of the Last Supper. A lot on social media said the ad was blasphemous, did not actually represent the lessons that Jesus was attempting to impart on his followers. Look, I don't want to turn this into some giant Christian preachy thing. I'm simply making an observation. A lot of, say, a lot of people have said the ad was just politically engineered. 
to be a scolding attack mostly on white people as usual racist pushing this left-wing narrative a lot of other people wondered why the group would spend upwards of seven billion dollars on a television ad when if this group really wants to help people maybe take that seven million dollars you spent on a super bowl ad and oh i don't know go help some homeless folks go feed the hungry seven million dollars would go a long way producing the ad creating the ad likely hiring an ad agency actors have to be paid camera people and then seven million just to buy the airtime i'm kind of thinking there were better ways to spend that kind of money This sad article is from wethepeoplevoice.tv. Often they do some stuff that's very clickbaity, but this one has a lot of rather interesting stats in it. And yes, we're going back to the heart attacky COVID clot shot thing. Here we go again. Another update. 2,000 athletes had fatal heart attacks since they rolled out the jab. There has been a complete an utter media blackout. Professional athletes supposed to be among the fittest people on the planet, obviously. Thousands of them in the past three years suddenly collapsed, inexplicable heart conditions. 1,884 cardiac arrest or other serious conditions officially recorded among athletes. 1,300 over of those died suddenly. One moment alive, the next uh, next moment, dead. Read this article. Scary. The numbers keep rolling in and it's not stopping. They are pissed off over in the EU and good on them. This is like a movie trailer. I want to play it because it's it's amazing. It's very impactful. Gave me chills. Europe is furious. All across the world, not just Europe, millions of people, including you, me, we're waking up. This is real life. This is not a movie trailer. This is scary. Take a watch and a listen. Spain. Italy. 
friends. Wow. You see that first shot, by the way? This one here? Puts a tractor on this woman's desk as again supporting the protest. As soon as he walks away, she takes it and throws it on the floor. That's how much these people respect you. Very nice. Link to that's in our show notes if you want to share it out on your social media. It's a bit drama drama, but very effective. People have had it. They have had it. They're not putting up with it anymore. Now we have outlets. We are the media. Legacy media. The old network's done. Dusted. I put a Twitter, uh, an X feed out yesterday, day before, about legacy media, how they weren't murdered. They killed themselves. They knew what they were doing all along. They still know what they're doing. But they're bowing and kowtowing to the big money that's all they care about. At the Biden White House, at their request, here we go a freaking again. Facebook has significantly lowered and limited the distribution of the Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir Putin. You know what that's going to do? People are going to get off Facebook and just wind up signing up if they're not already on X. So enjoy yourselves while it lasts, Zuck. Apparently, he is prioritizing maintaining favorable relations with the Biden administration and not prioritizing the truth potentially at his company's expense. Take a look at this little graphic. That'll explain a lot. The views for the Tucker-Putin interview. 192 million, that's when this was created, which was February 12th, so yesterday. 192 million on YouTube, 13 million. Facebook, 0.1 million. You're going to tell me they're not throttling the views on this thing? Bullshit. It's right there. People want the truth. People want to know what's going on. And people are absolutely not going to put up with this. Take a look at that headline. Zuckerberg donates $419 million to Democrats in the 2020 elections. It just goes on and on. But that throttling of that Tucker interview? Wow. Wow. We're scattered all over. We're covering stuff in bits and pieces that I grabbed from all kinds of places. This one, this is some weird footage in... Coronado, the migrant camp has been found at the in the Coronado National Forest. 
Apparently, it is now filled with illegal aliens. This according to Representative Tom Tiffany. And that ain't the worst of it. As we told you earlier, to, earlier this week, NGOs like the Catholic Charities, the Red Cross, UNICEF, are aiding this invasion and according to Representative Tom Tiffany, must be investigated. Yes, sir. Public lands. The Biden administration allowing this to happen with your tax dollars. This is infrared footage shot from what looks like a drone or a chopper, probably a drone, of these illegal camps in the Coronado public forest lands. Yeah, it's a drone for sure. Look at that. That looks like a Border Patrol truck, actually. Look at all these illegals. Just hiding out, being... Look at that. That's got to be a Border Patrol truck. Hiding out, getting supplies. Yeah, you can see even right there, it's got like a bubble on top, like a light. Wow. That's insane. You're paying for it. Nobody even knows about these things. They're just they're just hiding away, trucking them out, stuffing them everywhere and anywhere they can find. All right. I got one more. And then we'll move on to our book. Started a new one yesterday. This is great. Of all the, boy, I wasn't expecting that videos, I think this one might very well take the cake. You see that? That's a tree. You see that line down there at the bottom of that tree? Right there. That is a guy with a chainsaw who is cutting down the tree. Let me drop the volume a little bit because chainsaws are loud. But watch. Almost through to the other side. Here it goes. Wait, the good part's coming. What? Yeah, not kidding. That's not CGI. Apparently, the dog was chasing a squirrel, which ran into this hollowed-out tree and got caught. How they managed to cut through that thing with the chainsaw without hurting the dog is beyond me. But <laughs> that is amazing. Anyway, the squirrel was gone. The dog, as you can see, is perfectly safe. All is right with the world. 
<laughs> so there you go. <laughs> You got to laugh, otherwise you're going to cry. All right. Book time, book time, book time, book time. Five Little Peppers and How They Grew, an absolute classic treasure of a children's book. Been around since 1881. You know what a weird year 1881 was, by the way? It was. What was 1881 like in the USA? I looked this up trying to do a little background. Weird. For the second time in history, the country had three different presidents in one calendar year. Rutherford Hayes, James Garfield, and Chester A. Arthur. Weird. You imagine the Civil War had only just ended a short time before this. Anyway, this book came out and first was published in 1881 written by Margaret Sidney my mom read this to me and us as kids when I was very very little it's a great book the whole idea is get books into your kids hands help them discover the amazing wonder of reading all right here we go, pushing forward. It is the Five Little Peppers. We're just in chapter one here as we move along. It's just jolly, said Ben, coming in, his chubby face all aglow, and big blue eyes shining so honest and true. It's just so jolly to get home. Supper ready, Polly? Yes, said Polly. That is all but, and she dashed off for Phronsie's eating apron. Sometime, said Phronsie with her mouth half full. When the meal was nearly over, we're going to be awfully rich. We are, Ben, truly. No, said Ben, affecting the most hearty astonishment. You don't say so, chick. Yes, said Phronsie, shaking her yellow head very wisely at him, diving down into her cup of very weak milk and water to see if Polly had put any sugar in by mistake a proceeding always expectantly observed. Yes, we are really, Benzie, very dreadful rich. I wish we could be rich right now, then, said Ben, taking another generous slice of the brown bread, in time for Mamsie's birthday. And he cast a sorrowful glance at Polly. I know, said Polly, oh dear, if we only could celebrate it. I don't want any other celebrations, said Mrs. Pepper, beaming on them so a little flash of sunshine seemed to hop right down the table. Then to look round on all of you. I'm rich now, and that's a fact. Mamsie don't mind her five brothers, cried Polly, jumping up and running to hug her mother, thereby producing a like desire in all the others, who immediately left their seats and followed her example. Mother's so rich, ejaculated Mrs. Pepper, her bright black eyes glistening with delight as the noisy troop filed back to their bread and potatoes. If we can only keep together, dears, grow up good so the little brown house won't be ashamed of us. That's all I ask. 
Well, said Polly in a burst of confidence to Ben, after the table had been pushed back against the wall, the dishes nicely washed, wiped, and set up neatly in the cupboard, and all traces of the meal cleared away. I don't care. Let's try and get a celebration, somehow, for Mamsie. How are we going to do it? asked Ben, who was of a decidedly practical turn of mind, and thus couldn't always follow Polly in her flights of imagination. I don't know, said Polly, but we have to find some way. Pah, that's no good, said Ben disdainfully, and then, seeing Polly's face, he added kindly, Let's think, though. Maybe there'll be some way. Oh, I know, cried Polly in delight. I know the very thing, Ben. Let's make her a cake, a big one, you know, and she'll see you bake it, said Ben, or else she'll smell it, and that'd be just as bad. No, 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 she won't either, replied Polly. Don't you know she's going to help Mrs. Henderson tomorrow? So there. So she is, Ben said. Good for you. Polly, you always think of everything. And then, said Polly, with a comfortable little feeling in her heart at, by Ben's praise, why, we can have it all out of the way splendidly, you know, when she comes home. And besides, Grandma Bascom will tell me how. You know, we've only got brown flour, Ben. I mean to go right over and ask her now. Oh, no, you mustn't, cried Ben catching hold of her arm as she was preparing to fly off. Mammy'll find it out. Better wait till tomorrow. And besides, Polly... And Ben stopped, unwilling to dampen this propitious beginning. The stove will act like everything tomorrow. I know, Twill. And then what will you do? It shan't, said Polly, looking up at his face. If it does, I'll shake it, mean old thing. Well, the idea of Polly shaking the lumbering old black affair sent Ben into such a peal of laughter that it brought all the other children running to the spot, and nothing would do but they must one and all be told the reason. So Polly and Ben took them into confidence. It so elated them that half an hour later, when long past her bedtime, Phronsie declared, I'm not going to bed. I'm going to sit up like Polly. Don't tease her, whispered Polly to Ben, who thought she ought to go, so she sat straight up on her little stool, winking like everything to keep awake. At last, Polly was in the middle of one of her liveliest sallies and overtumbled Phronsie a sleepy little heap upon the floor. I want to go to bed, she said. Take me, Polly. I thought so, laughed Polly, and bundled her off into the bedroom. Chapter 2 is called Making Happiness for Mamsie, and we will continue on with that on tomorrow's show. All right. The Five Little Peppers and How They Grew. Fantastic. Alrighty, we'll see you again tomorrow. Thanks for popping by. Be sure you follow, give us a thumbs up, spread the news, and join us again here tomorrow morning at 10 on Rumble for the Jay Sheldon Show. Have a great rest of your day, folks. 
You just heard the Jay Sheldon Show. Join us Monday through Friday here on Rumble. Thanks for watching. Snort. <laughs>